So in this podcast, we're going to discuss the three aspects of maintaining your trust-based estate legal program. Hey everybody, Paul Rabelais here. I'm an estate planning attorney. Happen to work in, in Louisiana, helping people all over the state, primarily in South Louisiana, the areas around Baton Rouge, Metairie, Mandeville, and Lafayette. So what this is all about is you've put a program in place. Now what do you need to do to maintain it? So first of all, I want to say congratulations. So you took some steps. You worked with hopefully the right attorney. They listened to you. They asked questions. You put things in place. And now it's time to make sure that all your I's are dotted and T's are crossed. And as life goes by, making sure it stays maintained over the years. So the first aspect of making sure your trust-based program is maintained is making sure that the assets are titled correctly. In legal circles, we call it funding your trust. In layman's terms, we call it retitling or transferring assets to your trust. So how that gets done depends on what kinds of assets you own. So most people own real estate, and so there's going to be some kind of transfer document prepared and signed transferring your ownership interest in the real estate to your trust and that needs to happen with all of your real estate not only your home but you know we see a lot of people around here who own an undivided percentage interest in real estate maybe they own you know part of their parents home with other siblings so they own a 25% undivided interest and so we need to make sure that you transfer your 25% undivided interest in that property to your trust. And all that's done through paperwork that you sign and it gets recorded in the parish or in another state county where you own the real estate. So you want to make sure all that gets done. And all that paperwork for real estate is typically signed when you sign your trust. So all that gets taken care of then. But then there's also things that need to be handled after you formally sign your trust and put it in place. You know, most people own um, investment accounts and brokerage firms or mutual fund companies. So once you sign your trust, it's important that you retitle those investment accounts into your trust. And so you have to inquire, you know, every financial institution, every brokerage firm can be different as far as what they require to retitle your account into the name of your trust. For some, it's really simple. Some, you know, you go online and the instructions are there. And others, if you have a, um, a financial advisor, you know, they'll do it for you. So it just depends on where those investments are held and what that specific company's procedures are for retitling assets for your name into your living trust. And again, the, the reason why you want to go ahead and do that immediately is the idea behind the living trust is to have those have your assets titled in the name of your trust when you pass away because assets that are in your trust when you pass away don't have to go through any kind of court proceeding they don't get frozen they don't the financial institutions don't require uh, court orders to to transfer those assets to the ultimate beneficiaries it really simplifies and streamlines the estate settlement so it's real important that you get those investment accounts, mutual funds, you know, titled in the name of your trust so that probate or in Louisiana succession is avoided. So 
First aspect is funding your trust. And so that's typically done pretty much immediately after your trust is signed. And then the, the second piece to it is making sure that your trust is maintained based on changes in your life circumstances. So there could be a number of life-changing circumstances that could require that you at least revisit, if not make an amendment or a restatement to your trust. So uh, for some some of those, <coughs> excuse me, still that flu that I got a month ago is still nagging at me. Some of those life-changing circumstances could be, you know, if you're very young and you start having kids where you didn't have kids when you set up your trust, that could be or is a reason why you'd want to revisit your trust-based or any, any, any estate plan that you have. If you get divorced, if you get remarried, if you get remarried and now you have a blended family, these are all um, significant life-altering events that could impact or will impact your estate plan. So you want to revisit things. Obviously, if somebody that you named to either inherit or take a role in your powers of attorney or your executor or your trustee, if they pass away, you want to revisit that and make sure either the backs up, backups that you named can fill that position or you know designate new people to fill those positions. Always moving to another state is an opportunity to revisit what you did. Um, the beauty of many trusts is that they're recognized in all 50 states. You don't have to make revisions if you move to another state, but we always say it's a great idea if you move to another state to take what you did in the previous state to an estate planning attorney in the new state, have them review it to make sure there's not some kind of state-specific item that needs to be addressed. So that's another change in circumstances. And then Another life change could be you just change your mind about how you want to leave things. Maybe a, a child, you know, treated you wrong and you want to minimize or exclude that child. Maybe you've changed your mind about leaving things to your children and want to leave a portion uh, to grandchildren that you have. Maybe you want to leave a charitable bequest. Maybe that the person that you designated to be the trustee when you die, your successor trustee, Maybe they took some bad life turns and you want to designate someone else as your successor trustee. So those are a number of the life-changing circumstances that uh, make it worthwhile to revisit you know, what you've done. And then the third aspect of maintaining your trust-based you know, um, estate plan is in the event of uh, a significant law change. Now, legislatures and Congress change laws every single year. But just because um, they do change laws doesn't mean that you need to change your uh, legal plan. Now, I, I will state that, you know, in recent years or even in recent, you know, the last decade or two, um, the changes that uh, often had us go back to clients or invite clients back into the office, those law changes typically involved the federal estate tax. And the federal estate tax really only affects the, the very, very wealthy people. In fact, in 2018, it only affects people who die with 
more than $11.2 million of assets. But the fact that the estate tax is no longer a concern now allows families to structure an estate plan that enables them to minimize other forms of tax like the capital gains tax. So really important that you, you know, you keep things up to date in that area. But just because the, you know, the legislature changed the, the speed limit on the highway or they, um, you know, allowed people to have marijuana or they changed the death penalty or, um, you know, all those things like that. You know, all those law changes, thousands of them every year, but rarely do... Um, state legislatures change laws that require people to go back and alter or amend their estate plan. The fact that you left things to your spouse and to your children um, and you named maybe your oldest child to be the one in charge of that, there, there aren't many law changes that warrant any kind of change to that kind of plan. So we don't, we don't see ourselves making a lot of amendments or restatements when you know because of a law change so there you have it three aspects to um, maintaining your trust-based plan the first one is making sure your trust is funded or making sure the assets that need to be in your trust are in your trust you know typically you don't have to transfer things like IRAs 401ks life insurance uh, they have beneficiaries those beneficiary designations control so, but you wanna make sure things are funded because if they're not, those assets that are left out, they'll have to go through the probate process when you die. Number two, changes in life circumstances could be any, any significant change. And then number three is significant law change. The, the, the law changes that have been significant in, in recent years have revolved around the federal estate tax. And then those have consequences for income tax and capital gains tax purposes. So if you, if you have questions about that and you don't feel real secu secure, make sure you reach out you know, to the right estate planning attorney and have them guide you through it. Um, because over the years, we have seen people who have neglected their estate plan uh, through you know, major life changes, and then there were unintended consequences that result. I will say that while the emphasis for this uh, podcast is on maintaining the living trust-based estate plan. Um, really, the the one that applies to that the most is is the first one where you have to fund your trust. The second and third aspects of life-changing circumstances, significant law changes. Well, that 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 affects you whether you have a trust-based plan or a will-based plan or or no plan, you know, you want to make sure you have, you know, that stuff straight and make the adjustments as necessary. So hope that helps. Uh, if you want to find out more, you can listen to other podcasts. What I'd suggest is go check out some of my YouTube videos on my um, most recent YouTube channel, Rabelais Estate Planning LLC. All this information and content that we're putting out gets put into our uh, website, RabelaisEstatePlanning.com, and real excited about some um, some books that we're cranking out here in 2018 on various different niche aspects of estate planning. Uh, that's really going to be helpful as well. So, of course, you can always uh, contact our office when you're ready to get started, 866-491-3884. And, uh, you know, really our goal with this information is to just educate, 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 get you up to a... Um, uh, a base level of knowledge 
so that when you're ready to take action, that you can do so, you know, armed with the knowledge that you need to have some really uh, productive conversations with the right estate planning attorney. Have a great day. Take care. Make sure you take care of business. We'll see you next time. Take care.